I think that work is like a gas and it fills up the space you allow it to fill. Yep. And so if you give it a little space, you'll figure out how to get that work done in mm-hmm. three hours if you have to. But if you give it nine hours, it'll take nine, like magic. Welcome to Masters of Home Service, a podcast by Jobber. Each week we talk to successful home service entrepreneurs and experts in their field to learn how they built their company so that we can make your business more profitable and more efficient. We're in Las Vegas at Blue Wire Studios. And today we're talking about training mentally and physically for business. We have Paul Jamison, host of Green Industry Podcast. Welcome back. It's good to see you. You too. And Andy Wines, the also a host, Trash Talk Business Podcast, That's right? Correct. Okay. Yep. And owner of Camo Crew Junk Removal. Yes, sir. In Wisconsin. So Wisconsin. welcome to the show. So you yeah. guys are both passionate about being physically fit, being mentally fit, because business is hard. Yep. Business can be hard, a lot of ups and downs, and the downs can almost kill you. I mean, it's, it's hard. And so first of all, like, what is, before we get into the nuts and bolts of, of how to better prepare yourself to be physically fit, what are some of the, the, the consequences of, of not being physically fit? Mentally fit. Yeah, uh, piss poor decision making. Let's just start it off right off the bat. I know when I first started in business, I thought, okay, all I need to do is work seven days a week. I got to put in 80, 90 hours a week, and I'll eat when I can, sleep when I can. And then I realized was for those first 90, maybe 180 days in work, I was grinding. I was making tons of decisions, and a lot of them weren't the right decisions because I wasn't taking care of myself mentally and physically, emotionally, spiritually, all these things. And so I was really, really busy. And I got a lot done and my business didn't grow because I wasn't putting the time and effort into the right places. I like what you said about how it's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, they're all connected. Yep. And if one of those is off, it affects all the others. And yep. so we have to stay on top of each of those areas of our life. So as we lead our business, we're at our best. And I've noticed when, you know, one of them gets off, it's just like a train wreck. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and and you can put things in place week in and week out, like you said, to ensure that all four of those areas or the two or three you want to focus on can be right. So when you make them a priority, then life gets uh, a lot simpler. Yeah, but there's there's things to do. There's contracts to sign. There's lawns to cut. Our, our listeners are like, yeah, that sounds great, but like, I'm busy. <laughs> well, see, see, busy is BS, right? I, that's it. Busy is BS. I can spend an hour a day on Facebook and say I was busy, right? Do I post a few times? you know, for, for my business and move on with my day? Or do I sit there and, and deadpan scroll? Do I sit there for an hour and check my emails? I check my emails twice a day. Why? Because I prioritize other things. So yeah, you're busy. Are you productive? And and so life is really simple. Actually, I, I learned this one last, when we were doing our uh, season one of the podcast, right? When there's things within your business you're doing that are not productive, where you can be replaced, you have to figure out how to either delegate, automate, or eliminate and you'll realize quickly how much time you really have. And then you prioritize. Prioritize time with your family. Prioritize time uh, going to the gym. Prioritize time in men's groups or women's groups or church or counseling. This has come from a guy who seven years ago, when I first started, when I'm like, yeah, no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> I'm not doing that stuff. And for the first four <laughs> years, for the first four years of my business, I bragged how busy I was. Mm-hmm. Busy's BS. Yeah, I think that there's a tendency to think, I'm strong. I don't need that stuff. All that, oh, I don't need, I don't need friends. They, someone not, might not say that. I don't need friends. But if you look at their life, they don't need friends because yep. they're always working. Their priorities are just so out of whack. They don't realize that burning the candle constantly is no way to build a proper business. Because here's the thing. 
All your people know that you're burned out. All your people know that you're being crazy. They know it's not sustainable. And so they're they're looking at a leader who's unhealthy. And that means that the, the company's unhealthy. You're going to have people leave. It, it, it's a spiral. It really is. Yeah, you just mentioned leader. I was listening on YouTube to uh, John Maxwell. <clears throat> he's a big leadership guy. And he was talking about what's most important to him. He's, he's getting older now. He's like, what are the core people around me, like his wife and children and the people that are closest to him, what's their opinion of me? Because he wants to keep that those relationships healthy because they know the truth. And he was just talking about basically work-life balance and making sure that those those nearest relationships to him are thriving. It doesn't matter how successful he is. If he neglects that, you know, he lost perspective. Right. I started writing a book a couple of years ago called Hustle, Struggle, Grind, The 13 Lessons of Life. And I'm all about that hustle life. And then I realized as I put that ideal out there, a lot of people gave me pushback. And it wasn't because they w didn't want to achieve success. They just said, why not work smarter, not harder? That's good. And then last week I saw, I saw a meme, and I love memes, I love inspirational things, and it said, in 20 years from now, the only people that will remember that you worked your nights and weekends will be your wife and kids. Mm -hmm. And that, that hit me hard. My father's been an entrepreneur for 30 years. He still works seven days a week. When I look back at my relationship with him, it revolved around work and projects. And we got a lot of stuff done. I had a great relationship. I, have a, I still have a great relationship with my father. I want a relationship with my daughter now that isn't always about work. I want to take the time to go hunting and fishing and go to the zoo and do these different things with her. And so when I prioritize those things, I get to do those things with her. Mm -hmm. And I put it right on my calendar. What you put on your calendar gets done. What you prioritize gets done. And even, you know, even delegate. When you don't prioritize training your teams to do things, you end up doing all the things. And you have this hero. Look at me. Look at all the stuff I got done, right? What's more impactful in your business? Look at all that I got done or look at what we accomplished as a team. Mm -hmm. I'll take the ladder all day. I'm a business owner. I don't need that badge that I did all these things. I want to see our team succeed. And when you delegate, you get so much farther, so much faster. There's an African proverb that says, you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, Good. go with the team. Yeah. Yep. A lot of listeners out there that I know, they're, they're young. And they're thinking, I'm, I'm young, I'm single. And, and there's some truth to this. I should be working really hard right now. And they should be. Yeah. And, and then when I get a girlfriend or boyfriend or, or whatever, you know, buy a house. When I get hobbies later, I'll, I'll just make the switch. Really hard to do that after several years of, of having ruts and of habitual behavior of working six, seven days a week and then just flipping a switch just like that to make room for all these new things, whether it's a family or whatever. It's very difficult. And so I would encourage people who don't really feel like they need, because they might be young and single, for example, they don't need that. They still do. They need a hobby. They need to unplug from the business. At some point, Correct. right? And, and, and the when is when I make the decision. If you say, when I hit this sales goal, guess what? You're just going to move the needle or you're going you're to move the bar. You're going to move mm -hmm. it and move, right? Because it's always this if or if this happens, right? So I, I like the idea of when because it puts time. And what it, ha it comes down to is when you prioritize it. And this isn't like, oh, hey, tomorrow, all of a sudden, I'm going to go from working 70 hours to 40. No, go from 70 to 68. So one thing that happened to me during the pandemic, when the pandemic, it was a great reset for me as a business owner. All of a sudden, all the networking events, all these things I got accustomed to doing all the time went away. And now I'm like, hold on, I can take all these years of doing this full time and now reset the deck. And one of the first things I did is I went back to playing volleyball two days a week. Me playing volleyball on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, that's my cue that I need to leave work. Sometimes my games are at 6.30, sometimes they're at 9.30. That is my built-in, it's time to leave work. So when I have a 6.30 game on a Wednesday, I know I have to leave work at 6 o'clock to make volleyball. When I have a 9.30 game, I get to make that choice. Do I leave work at 6 or 7, go home, make myself dinner, and then go to volleyball? And that, that's the reward. And what happens is on those days, 
I have a tendency to get more done That's in a right. shorter amount of time. Right. On Mondays, when I have no volleyball, what do I do? I sit at the office <laughs> and I putz and I pull reports that don't need to be pulled. And I look at, I'll look at LinkedIn for an hour to, I'm not being productive. And I know it. Yeah, that's so true. So we're filming this in, in fabulous Las Vegas. <laughs> and I'm fixing to go to Dallas uh, tomorrow morning. Yep. And so before I left on the trip, I had a list. I'm like, how am I going to get all this done before I leave? But I got it all done because I knew I, ha I don't have any other choice. It's the same with your volleyball thing. That yep. day that you had that 630 game, you were being diligent, yep. working hard, not putzing around. It's so true. And, and we can actually, even if we don't have a trip scheduled or volleyball, we, we can manipulate our schedule so that we do set that up. So it's like, I got to get it done in this window yep. because then I got to go play volleyball. Or for me, it's golf. And work while you're at work and then have fun while, while you're having fun. That's why we work so hard so we can enjoy um, these hobbies and recreation and, and relationships. Yeah. I think that work is like a gas and it fills up the space you allow it to fill. Yep. And so if you give it a little space, you'll figure out how to get that work done in mm -hmm. three hours if you have to. But if you give it nine hours, it'll take nine. Like magic. Yeah. <laughs> so Bad last magic. Week, last week I was, or two weeks ago, I did a tour at my warehouse. We had 75, 80 people that looked at and saw our recycling facility. And one of the ladies said, we have 27,000 square feet. She said, do you need more space? I said, no, I want less space. And she looked at me puzzled. She goes, why do you want less space? I said, because when I have less, I'm going to develop better processes. I had 700 square feet in my garage. I have 27,000 square feet now. We do the same thing. I can tell you my processes were much more dialed in. Mm. And so this, this goes with Six Sigma, Traction, EOS, all these systems where they say is, you know, build your, build your business, right? Put meat and fat on the bone and eventually realize where you can start trimming. I don't say day one of your business, yeah, you're not going to work nine to five. Day one in your first six months, first year or so, you're going to work 80 hours a week. That's a fact. I'm good with that because you have to see where your limit is. I meet some people like, I want to go into business for myself so I can work 40 hours in golf two days a week. And I'm like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> That's right? But, so tell yourself, your family, your wife, whomever, hey, okay, for the first 18 months, this is my plan. 12 months, right? Pick it. And then set that priority. And then start saying, okay, I'm going to trim back an hour. Now, you don't know where that hour comes. I, I, as you're talking here, I'm thinking about the last three years of my life. Essentially, every quarter, I basically take an hour of my schedule and, and put it towards something else. And so it's come in phases. So three years ago, it was volleyball. Last year, I started going to the gym. And I've, and I've done 80 sessions in a, in a year. That's the most I've ever gone to the gym in my life. Why? Because I found an exercise program that's 20 minutes twice a week. Because when I had a general gym membership and I would, could just come and go as I, I pleased, guess what? I never went. <laughs> right. Now, my gym schedule is six weeks out sometimes, six to eight weeks out. I schedule it because I schedule exactly when it's best for me, when I don't have networking events, when I don't have meetings. And so I prioritize my schedule. And now every quarter I add something in, and it's only one hour a quarter. Well, over the course of you know three years of doing this now, I have 12 to 15 hours of dedicated time every week for me to work on something that isn't my business, whether I'm working on myself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Now I'm down to a three-day work week. There's three days where I need to be in the office. Mondays and Fridays, I have a tons of white space time to get caught up, right? Because I do have that time allocated. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I go hard. The other two days, and I don't even talk about weekends. I have scheduled it where weekends I do not work. Mm -hmm. And it's taken seven years to get there. I want to piggyback off what you said about <clears throat> working out 80 times this year. I've had the most success. I've, I've been in the gym the most this year um, than ever, and it's because I hired a personal trainer. 
and I pay them. Accountability coach. Yeah, qu quite <laughs> a bit of money. Yeah. And it's like mentally, if I don't go, which I there have been some times I've had to cancel, it's like you're, you're pissing money down the toilet. And then, so it's like, okay, I paid for it. I'm going to go and I'm going to show up. And then, of course, the coach is going to ask me, what did you eat last night? And, and I went from 230 pounds. I got all the way down to about 208, 209. Yeah. Lost fat. And, and we do all the, you know, I do the scanning thing and they tell me about my visceral fat and all this stuff. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm processing and I'm tracking and seeing, okay. Yeah, it matters. It matters. But I, I see the visceral fat, whatever that is, going down. Yep. You know, I'm I'm seeing my you triceps. Look you look, get yeah, you a look little, good. I saw you six months ago. You look good today. Thank you. But it's, <laughs> but it's because it was a priority. The, the, the first thing you, you can do today that's going to cost you almost no time, do a two-week time study. So look at your entire calendar for two weeks. Block off every 15 minutes, right? You can do this right in Excel. What were you doing during that time? And you'll realize there are 15-minute, 30-minute chunks that are completely unaccounted for. Mm -hmm. Something I learned years ago was check your email three times a day. Check in the morning, check in at noon, check in after work or at the end of the day. That's it. So for me, I only check my email three times a day because I know I can sit on my computer and spend two hours mm -hmm. emailing. Well, if I tell myself, hey, I got 15 minutes because I'm going to do this right I'm very efficient with my time. And I've learned to delegate because there's some things where like, I don't have time for this. Cool. Who does? Who on my team does? As as I was sitting here in the green room before we came in, I got, um, actually, you and I were talking about an opportunity. So what did I do? I text my virtual assistant, hey, look into this for me. Because I know she, what would take me an hour takes her 15 minutes because she's better at it. And it doesn't in involve me or need me. And now I'm very diligent with her time. It's funny, I'll throw my time away like like that. And yet with my team, I'm like, got to get it done, right? So you have to apply that same logic and find people to delegate things to. We all have the same 168 hours a week. What you prioritize will get done. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break to discuss the people who make this all possible. Jobber, guys, someone who says, I can't afford Jobber. What would you say to them? Real simple. You can't afford not to. The, the sooner you put it and implement it in your business, the more accountable, we talked about accountability, the more accountable you'll be with your processes and your tasks and more efficient. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great way to delegate in the customer service. Your customers will appreciate it. It makes their life easier. Once you get onboarded and all set up and, and really used to it, it will make your life easier as well. If you want to be a legit company, you can't run it on Google Calendar. You That's can't correct. run it on Excel spreadsheets. You need a CRM. And Jobber is the best one. I totally agree. Yeah, totally. the other ways are being busy, right? Be productive. It's better to invest the time on the front end and the money because you will see it in spades over the long term. Yeah, I 100% agree. It, it totally changed my business. I know it'll change our listeners too. If you want to try out Jobber for your business, go to jobber.com slash podcast deal. Get an exclusive discount for new members. Give it a try. It'll make your business so much more efficient and you'll have your life back. You'll be healthy, like we're talking about physically and mentally. Some of these practical tips are so helpful in terms of not letting work just take so long and, and just sitting on your computer for too long. And we want people to live healthy lives. We want them to be mentally healthy, physically healthy. What are some other things that they can do to practice a more healthy lifestyle? I started a morning routine this year. So I used to drink coffee in the morning, kind of kind of first thing to get me get me going. And there's various studies on this or whatnot, but they say your cortisol levels. The first 30 to 45 minutes when yep. you wake up naturally, like is alerting your body, yep. you know, let's, let's get going. And I love coffee. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I stopped drinking coffee the first hour, that first hour, I let that natural cortisol again, I'm no doctor or whatever, but, yep. uh, it, it, it naturally plays out. Then after about an hour, I'll have my first cup of coffee. And what I do drink first thing in the morning is water. And then I have a scrapbook 
and I put all these pictures of like, you know, what I want, like my dream truck one day. Your vision board. Yeah. And I put like affirmations, like I am blessed to be a blessing yep. and, and all these different affirmations. So in the morning I, I sit there, I drink my water and I, I read through these affirmations. I look at my pictures and what I don't do is I don't check my email because I do have people mm -hmm. on my team in the Philippines. So they're, there's fires to put out. And if I check that email before I do all this, then I'm going to have to respond to all this. So I, I make sure I get my water. Yep. I go through my scrapbook. And then, you know, after an hour, I have my first cup of coffee and I enjoy it. Usually go on a walk and, and I, I, I try to get off to a fresh start. It's interesting you brought that up. I've now, in the last four days, right, because we're really this beginning of the quarter, my new thing is no coffee for the first 90 minutes of the day. And this morning, I did not have coffee for the first 90 minutes, and I'm it sucked, <laughs> and I survived. Right? <laughs> I like, like I survived. <laughs> business ownership and new habit forming <clears throat> sucks sometimes, right? And right, I talk about this in my book, right? Embrace the struggle. Okay. So it was a struggle this morning. I know that I'm sleeping better, and I'm waking better because of decisions I've made. And it wasn't decisions I made yesterday. It was decisions I made three years ago that finally stuck. So I have things within my life I've implemented that have ended up working out really well for me. There was also tons of things where I, I admired what other people were doing and I, and I followed in their footsteps. And I'm like, yep, that ain't for me. The challenge that a lot of entrepreneurs have is we have this self-defeating mindset right off the bat. It goes with this imposter syndrome, right? You're like, oh, I'm gonna do all the things that everybody else does. You can't do all the things. Find a few people that you, you wanna follow and, 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 or a few programs or processes, whatever it is, stick with it. Give it 90 days. When after 90 days, it's not successful, do something different. The idea is you're, you're continually training your brain to, to rewire paths because we know in business ownership and, and in life, when we hear this the way we've always done it, that's one of the most annoying things, right? So it has to start with you. This is a really well-timed show for me because I've been feeling the slip lately, the yep. last four or five months, over the summer, basically. I've been feeling the slip of works... I'm getting off work later and later. The kids run in my office. No, 10 more minutes, 10 more minutes, 10 more minutes. It's really 30, 45 minutes. I've been feeling this. I'm going to bed later, waking up earlier. I've been feeling this, this slide towards a, a less healthy lifestyle. My wife was pregnant, so the, the, the gym went out the window for a little while, that kind of stuff. There were some you know, life things. But I, I have felt like this, this, is a, this is a needed episode for me personally because I feel this need to like correct a little bit because – I would say that the way that I've been going for the last three or four months isn't really sustainable. Yep. And but here's here's the catch: it's not a secret on what would help me get back to ground zero. It's not. We know what to do. Yep. It's just a matter of doing it is the problem. We know we need to be physically fit. We need to eat healthy. We need to put our phone away at night. We we know all that kind of stuff. I've been, but we still do it sometimes, don't we? Well, do do one thing at a time and give yourself the grace, right? So okay, you can acknowledge, hey, wife was pregnant. This happened. This happened. Okay, great, awesome. Glad we acknowledged it. Now are you going to take ownership, accountability, and responsibility for those things, or are you going to use it as a blame, excuse, or denial? Mm -hmm. And now we can get back on it. It takes 21 days to form a habit, and then for every day you don't do it, it takes two days to get back. The challenge I have, being very transparent, I miss something one time, and then I'm like, oh, I broke my cycle. Might as well go right back to the drawing board. Yeah. And we know the truth. It's, do you have the discipline to implement it? Paul, any final thoughts on all this? Absolutely. So nutrition and sleep, we mentioned in the other episode about Tom Brady. The dude played football till he was 45, yep. but he was meticulous to go to bed early. Yep. He was meticulous about what foods he ate and, and so precise about that. And that allowed him to play with all these animal athletes you know, into his mid-40s. So you, you mentioned caffeine um, earlier. 
I had to set a boundary. Like I don't drink caffeine in the afternoon. So yep. I, I used to get tired around three. I'd, I'd go back to Dunkin' Donuts, hashtag not sponsored, and get me another cup of coffee. And then it's like 10 o'clock. And like you said, it's in my system for eight hours or, or whatnot. And now it's 11 o'clock. And then the next thing I scroll through social media, prioritizing if I want to go to bed by 10 p.m., mm -hmm. then I can't drink coffee after afternoon. Yep. And I can't have my phone. Otherwise, I'll be scrolling through tickety talk. So sleep is, is absolutely important that you're getting whatever your body needs. You know, I need seven hours. If I get less, I'm not at my best to, to serve my customers and my team. Second is nutrition. Yep. I have a friend, Dr. Frank. He's a, a certified nutritionist. He understands food so well. I go to a farmer's market and I'll get um, ribeyes or, or New York strip steak. I'll make some vegetables with it. I'll do an omelet in the morning with a whole bunch of vegetables at the grocery store. They sell like a vegetable melody. Yep. I'll make that with some egg whites and I like a little cheese in there. Watch a bunch of Gordon Ramsay on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and it helps, man. I, I'm, I'm whipping up some dishes, but they're healthy. So I never used to prioritize this stuff, but now I'm on my nutrition, my sleep, because when I'm at 100% or as close to it as, as I can be, yep. I'm, I'm performing my best. And and it, and it benefits everyone around. So I would say hydrate well. Don't drink too much caffeine at the wrong times. Prioritize sleep, which means get your phone out of your room. Learn about nutrition. I'm, I'm not an expert on it, but I know, you know, I don't eat out that often. I, I, I eat healthy foods. Yep. And it makes a difference, not just in how I look, but how I feel. And that can serve the people around me with more energy. I'll get, I'll get it down and dirty. We're going to talk about time. There's no such thing as time management. It's priority management. So this is a three-step process. Simple. Write down your priorities, every single one of them. Rank them in order. That's your first step, right? That's an actionable thing. Second thing, do a time study. Next two weeks, every 15 minutes, figure out what you spent your time to. Third thing, adjust as necessary. You will find out quick, fast, in a hurry, right? Set boundaries at that point. Adjust and set boundaries. Communicate those boundaries to the people that are important to you. That can be your accountability partner. So whether that's your significant other, your business partner, your, your friends and family, and then schedule accordingly. This is great. This is a really great episode. Thanks for being here, guys. I'm gonna summarize our conversation in three actual steps. Number one is don't work too much. You need to have priorities. You need to turn the phone off at night. Whatever it is for you, you need to not work too much. Have a hobby. You need to unplug from work to be healthy and stable. Number two is have a morning routine. That might be different for everybody, but have a morning routine and stick to it. And so that you're starting the day off strong and getting off to the races out front. Number three is accountability. Just like you would have a business coach or a trainer or whatever it is, make sure that you have somebody who's holding you accountable. Make sure that you're accountable to someone. Uh, for me, it's my kids. They run the office at four o'clock, works over. Uh, but be accountable to somebody so that you turn your phone off at night. So that, you know, because busy is BS, right? Yep. And we have to remember that work isn't life. Absolutely. Guys, thanks for being here. How do we find out more about you? You can find me at andywines.com. So A-N-D-Y-W-E-I-N-S.com. Also hit me up on LinkedIn, Facebook. That's where I kind of normally hang out. And take a listen to the Trash Talk Business Podcast. You can check out my books on Amazon, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. I have a brand new book that just came out as well, The Lawn Care Advantage. On social media, I'm over on Instagram, at Green Industry Podcast. And every single day, Monday through Friday, we have a fresh new episode of the Green Industry Podcast where we help you take your business to the next level. Guys, the marketplace is better because of you guys. So thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for your podcast. Thank you for your businesses. Thank you for your, your employees and your teams. And it's great. I mean, and everyone is benefiting from it in some way. So thank you for everything you guys do. Appreciate it. I'm thankful to our listeners for tuning in today. 
I hope that you heard something that will make your business more profitable and more efficient. I'm your host, Adam Sylvester. You can find me at adamsylvester.com. Remember, your team and your clients deserve your very, very best, a healthy version of your very best. So go give it to them. We'll see you next week.